Special guest, Christina Falsik. This is the Power Motion Picnic Hour. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Power Motion Picnic Hour. As always, I'm your host, Dave, and as always, alongside me is Trevor. Ah, Trevor, what's going on? How are you? I'm doing just wonderful. How are you, Dave? Doing good. I'm very excited to be back on pod. I'm just just doing what feels good some soul casting as we call it in the industry <laughs> what's uh what's going on over there in the in the metro metro west area of boston um well the 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 weather's been um you know, always 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 answer that question by talking about the weather um <laughs> yeah oh the weather's what fine people do, yeah. right yeah, oh, yeah yeah the weather thanks, um, thanks for asking yeah, I, we we've had like a little bit of snow, but um, but also like quickly frozen. It's been a very cold couple of days, so the the ground's been a bit a bit of a mess. Um, I can even I'll I could post a a picture perhaps of of Lenny running on just a sheet of ice this morning. I think I think people want to see that. I know I want to see that. As I've stated previously, this is my second favorite season. I I love this season, and and um um. It's actually yeah, you you put the spikes on and 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 run in run in the woods on it, and it's it's actually it's actually quite nice. Although today it was getting a bit mushy. I'll have to I'll have to give that a try. We yeah. did as as listeners might have heard in our intro, we we had a special guest, which was very exciting, and we we talked about running in in different conditions, I guess, as you'd say, different conditions, different terrain. Um, yeah, it was a wonderful conversation, and and uh, thank you, Christina, so much for. For coming on yes thank you i guess uh we should probably get to that pro- pretty quickly although I, I would like to um just have one correction from the last episode off the top i've got it, one too it might be the same one we did say that was the second to last episode of season two. Oh, yep but actually this is the second to last episode of season two that's right and this is this is our second penultimate yeah uh episode we really we thought the last one was we're milking that for all it's worth but we'll be back next episode to do the season finale which will be probably the most exciting uh star-studded eventful episode since the year in running episode that we did at the end of 2023 yeah about two episodes ago so i don't want people to get too excited but yeah big things big things (laughs) um big things to be planned um so i actually had a different fact check um oh i did have that one too yeah um but the second one was we we went to um, follow up on special guest Brenda Netter's request for like running ideas, mm-hmm. and we went off on on a quick um, sort of guessing game of mountains in California that might be close to LA. Yeah, um, such as Shasta, Mammoth, Wittenberg. At least those were the ones I said, and I found that. The, so the the correction is none of those mountains are anywhere close uh, to LA. <laughs> oh, five and a half hours, maybe six hours. Yeah, I well, realize Shasta, Shasta's like way north. Okay. Um, Wittenberg's near San San Francisco, and yeah. and Mammoth is like pretty, yeah, maybe five or six. And I suggested things that weren't mountains. <laughs> Perhaps so I, you started naming neighborhoods of LA. I believe I named yeah exactly. I named like <laughs> neighborhoods just outside los angeles county basically in a couple different directions uh which is wasn't that wasn't the question no no no. um no but 
So to make up for it, I did do do a little bit of research. So for Brendan, um, two, I'm I'm recommending a a trail run, um, okay. um, that's usually what I do. It's, yep. it's actually exclusive, exclusively, exclusively spend, my my recommendations. You spend a lot of time in our our interview, which we'll get to in a minute, doing that. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever? Hey, think about going on a trail run. What trail runs have you thought about recently? Here's something you might you might want to think about. <laughs> yeah, Dave's thinking about a trail run. Yeah. At least I'm thinking about Dave. You know what I'm about thinking about? Run. Dave thinking about is is trail runs. <laughs> trail runs. Um, so, a very special presentation for for Brendan. We've got um, and you know, happy to send these over by another uh, outbound mailbag mechanism, but. Uh, I've got Colby Canyon, Strawberry Spur, and Josephine Peak Loop, okay. uh, which delivers about 1,500 feet of gain. I think it'll be a challenge since Brendan runs, I think, more on flatter ground, um, 5.7 miles. And it looks like it's, I think that one's within, well, this correction coming up for the finale, but yep. I, think, I think that one's in like about an hour of LA, maybe 45 minutes. Okay. I love the cliffhanger nature of that quote unquote fact. Um, so we'll find out <laughs> next week just how far it is. Yeah. And the second choice is Waterman Mountain Loop Trail, oh. 5.8 miles, 1300 feet. I think that one might be a little bit further away, hour and a half, perhaps. Sounds beautiful. Um, a little bit further up in the mountains. They both look, yeah, there's some mountains a little bit east of LA that look really nice. Um, and I think where he is, um, yeah, just sort of shoot northeast a bit. And um nice feature about both of these is their loops okay so yeah you don't you don't get lost you don't turn around you just you go until you're back yeah okay yep i like All that right. cool yeah. well, well we'll follow up on that next week and um i don't know what other new business we have to discuss but i think maybe we should hit that uh at the end of the episode and maybe let's just go to our interview with christina right now because that was so wonderful and i i learned and laughed so much Let's do it. This is the Power Motion Picnic Hour. <laughs> this is the only thing I use a wired headphone for because my like <laughs> phone like doesn't accept the wire, you know? Yeah. It's funny. Until yeah. recently you were you were like running with the wire, right? You liked the wire? I, I love the wire. <laughs> <laughs> I would still be running. I got a new phone in July and um and so I had to get new headphones. So now these are only for like podcasting. <laughs> but um yeah I, I couldn't believe it that that happened i i, I kind of like i when i run outside i don't listen to music or anything but if i'm on a treadmill yeah. um i i do sometimes listen to music or other yeah. podcasts or things like that and my favorite moment is when i accidentally would hit the wire out of my ears and, <laughs> and like knock the phone onto the onto the treadmill <laughs> and everyone in the team looks at me and, <laughs> so, so that's all that's that's never gonna happen again <laughs> i don't get to like what like who who is that that's like you know it's like, a, like it's like a slapstick comedy routine that like yeah it's like harvey dangerfield or something yeah yeah i was thinking almost like you ever see that one of dick van dyke when he's pretending to be blown away by the wind <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> it's amazing okay anyway i i saw i came up once in something i was reading about who invented the moonwalk like the dance and it's it's possibly 
Dick Van Dyke while pretending to be blown away oh. by a strong brain. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's amazing. I think I, I think I can kind of picture it, or maybe I'm just making up the image AI style in my mind, but he's got like an umbrella or something, like dragging <laughs> him away. Is that yeah, right? I think you've yeah. got it. Yeah, I think you've seen okay. it. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah. Well, um, I guess customarily we we like to start, if you don't mind, Christina, just with um, brief introduction, if you don't mind just sort of saying your name and, and just a little bit about yourself. It could be really anything. So I'm Christina Falsik. I am a retired athlete and now I coach athletes and I help people on their both their mental and physical journey with mostly running, but also triathlon and uh, mountain biking and cycling. Awesome. And so I still cool. work out a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to stop, right? It is. <laughs> I saw I saw an inter- something some NBA on TNT where they asked Charles Barkley when was the last time he played basketball and he said it was like the last game before he retired. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that and like he claims he hasn't worked out since. <laughs> I don't know, endurance athletes are different. That's that's a forever thing. Yeah, exactly. It's a different it's a different high, right? <laughs> it is. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here. We really appreciate it. Uh, excited to talk Thanks to you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, we'd, we'd love to talk about kind of what you're up to now and and uh, directing races and coaching and all that. And also um, sort of like your history of running, too, because you've done like a ton of impressive stuff. So <laughs> I don't know, like how much podcasting you do. If we don't want to make you repeat yourself too much, you can just sort of like point the listeners in a direction of where you've already said like certain things, but, um, but yeah, we're pretty open. Like, I don't know. Um, maybe tell us a little bit about, um, kind of how you split your time and, and sort of where, where, where you do your running over the course of the year. Yeah. So since, well, I was a dental hygienist for like 10 million years and COVID did me in. So I had to kind of figure out how to transition and hosting the races and then coaching athletes became my new profession. So the cool thing about that is I work remote now. My partner, Rem, who couldn't make it tonight, he also works remote. And we came out here. I signed up to do a 100-mile race just for fun, the Havelina 100. And I had to I, – I got really sick. The, the sun out here just wants to murder you in Arizona. Oh. Um, so we randomly came out for this race. And we like to joke around and say that we reconnected with some friends that I'd known since I was a teenager, went to a wine tasting and bought a house. But um, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> the truth is <laughs> we came out here, fell in love with it. And, um, you know, I sold my house back in New Hampshire, Ram wow. has a house in New Hampshire. And then we decided we would split our time between the two places, which is really cool because as much as... I loved winter and I loved winter in the mountains and Rem loved winter in the mountains. We really like being able to be on dirt and have sunshine almost every single day, mm-hmm. except for today. It rained all day and then it was a <laughs> rainbow. <laughs> I'm sure it's worse. I'm sure it's worse here. I mean, I'm in New York. It was freezing, <laughs> like, yeah, 35 degree rain. Here. Yeah, no, 60 and raining, but it's, <laughs> it was just kind of cool how we both ended up, um, out here in both places and then we direct the races in new hampshire and another cool part about arizona was we connected with air viper running and it was a real struggle financially emotionally we didn't have the support we needed to keep hosting these races in new hampshire but i really wanted to keep them going so ram and i reached out and um partnered with air they acquired the races and they took us on as race directors so 
still there, still the face of the races, still directing races, but as an employee instead of an owner so that I can focus on the coaching. Rem can focus on his, uh, I'm not sure what he does, computers. <laughs> <laughs> and take our dogs out a lot. I was gonna say, we, can, we can edit that out if you want, although I like leaving it in for, okay. for entertainment value. That's probably good. Yeah. Oh, Listen. no, he doesn't care. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's computers i don't know yeah, yeah. exactly i don't understand Some, what's going on with that, with that whole computer business either i would we, we kick this off with me not being able to find some of my equipment so <laughs> yeah he had to teach me how to do zoom so i could actually do this remote coaching thing which oh. is pretty cool but yeah how's that work yeah how's how's remote coaching working do you, do you enjoy it does it feel effective it's amazing and i think part of my inspiration was having physical therapy via zoom and I was like, wow, this actually works. This is super cool, hmm. you know, because COVID changed a lot of things. So I figured I wanted to do something where I met with my athletes, you know, on a regular basis to discuss their training, how they're feeling. It gives me an opportunity to see them face to face so I can see if they're distressed, um, happy, if they seem to have lost too much weight, hmm. which can happen when you're running a bazillion miles. And I'm also a shaman in training, so we can do spiritual healing and Oh, cool. Um, kind of take it wherever it needs to go. That's awesome. Yeah, like, I mean, that's cool that you have, like, I guess, what would you call it? A holistic approach to... to yeah. To, yeah, right, to training and to mental health, and I think to a lot of us... Hippy-dippy. Uh, yeah, yeah, but that, that works. I think to, to a lot of us, running is a big part of their, you know, whatever, self-care. Is that the term? It is, yeah. and then, like, you know, you throw kids and jobs and yeah. busy schedules into the mix, and it's like, how do I find time for myself? So... That's what I do is I help athletes find time for themselves while being a part of their family and still being present. So sometimes we have to get creative, but it's been pretty incredible so far. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been having a, a stressful last few days, nothing bad, but just busy and hectic. And I, <laughs> I was able to squeeze out some time today for an eight mile run, um, <laughs> which then just like set me completely normal. But you can't always find that time also, you know, so it's yeah. Not so simple. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna go run around for 90 minutes. Like, you have to have the 90 minutes, you know. You do, but like when people have kids in sports, if it's not a game and they don't have to watch, I've had people just run circles on a track or run around the school, and ah. you know, you you find the time. Sometimes you have to do doubles, but it's yep. pretty cool to um, kind of piece that together and make it work. Yeah, and you can run to where you're going. Um, yes, you can. <laughs> talking about talk, commuting. <laughs> talking about computers, right? Didn't we have an episode here once where I was on the last legs of an old computer and I needed to figure something <laughs> out real? I needed a new one anyway, but it turned out I needed one immediately so I could make it in time <laughs> for our right. interview. And so I, <laughs> I live in Manhattan, so it, and it wasn't that late yet. And I looked down at the <laughs> ground. I was talking to Trevor, and there were my running shoes. <laughs> so I, I literally ran to Best Buy. Uh, wait so what's not too late in manhattan midnight two in the morning no no yeah because the best the best by <laughs> the best by probably closed later nine. so yeah it was oh probably, they close early yeah yeah so yeah exactly it's the after hours best buy you need a, a code word that i don't know um, but, but I'm, not, I'm not welcome back in the after hours best buy unfortunately but no it was probably eight o'clock or seven thirty, and i just threw on the running and it was half a mile away so i threw on the running shoes and i ran to best buy and then that's I, amazing the, the funniest thing actually is and if you're only running that far, you run a pretty good pace, right? Um, yeah. But as opposed to if you're in a race or or 
exercise or whatever, when you get to Best Buy, <laughs> nobody else is on your level. <laughs> Do you there. run it like you just stole it? <laughs> I, I ran it home like that. Yes, I ran it. I held it like a football, um, which was great. And I probably was even faster. But the problem was when I got to Best Buy, nobody else had the sense of urgency that I did. And nobody else was... had like adrenaline pumping and like this was like midsummer too so you like ran yeah. back like through like people doing like the dining right. on the streets and, right. and everything. Like, it was a yeah. saturday night in the summer yeah i was running by like sidewalk dining and stuff <laughs> it was pretty good but yeah like you said you, you could find time that could have been something i did just as a way to squeeze in a run yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that was that was a big breakthrough. Well, I'm still sort of experiencing the breakthrough, but at the start of this year, I got a treadmill because I just um, I couldn't find the time. I much prefer to just go run in the woods, even like if it's short. But um, but yeah, some some days it's just not there. So, yeah. um, but I do I do sometimes wonder when I am stomping out in the woods and it's like ice everywhere and like <laughs> mud and it's freezing and miserable there's literally nobody else and it's like what does this sort of say about me um it says new englanders are tough that's what i love about new englanders i've also gotten soft by the way i'm, I'm out in arizona <laughs> in the winter but i i've had my time yeah and, you know there's a grit that comes with being a new englander definitely our our um special guest Katie Scheid was talking about how she like her running in in France, like she lives in like Southern France now. And she, she, she's like, it's super easy. Cause I can just run whenever I want. It's my job. And like, it's beautiful. She's like, when I go home to Maine and there's people running every day, it's like, those people are, are like, you know, truly inspiring, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. 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 That's just, that's true. I, I opted, I didn't run outside today. Um, <laughs> I'm planning, I'm planning on tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm gonna run outside. But <laughs> well, fun fact in Arizona, when it rains, you don't use the trails because you'll get like 15 inches of clay on your shoes and you ruin oh, the trails. So you you oh. run inside. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's so everybody has to do it sometimes, or almost everybody. Sometimes you do. Yeah. yeah. And I forgot my headphones today. So I had to watch the uh, you know, they have the words growing across what is that called? The closed oh, caption yeah. on the TV. That's mm -hmm. tough. There was nothing good on yeah well, i'm trying to think well i wasn't really sure. paying attention um i think i listened to a podcast and then some oh, music is, yeah. it is new hampshire primary day right as we're recording yeah. this so it's a good it thing is. you're not in new hampshire you can at least miss miss that coverage well yeah. i still get all the text messages oh my goodness i'm not kidding you 15 to 20 political text messages a day at least 10 to 15 phone calls wow oh that, yeah that's right well, it's, a, it's a big deal i mean you guys are both new hampshire people you know how big a deal the yeah. new hampshire primary is you know yeah so like these candidates keep texting me and i tried to opt out and you can't even do it i'm like oh, oh no yeah once you're in the database it just keeps getting like spun around i'm sure I'll, yeah. leave me alone and i'll vote for you yeah yeah what do i yeah what if i get you to stop anything uh although maybe, is this, maybe as a new hampshire person do they then leave you alone earlier or no I hope so because yeah. like it seemed to be a little chill tonight all day. It was, it got real bad today and now it seems to be because what it's almost nine now. Oh yeah. Polls yeah. must be. Yeah. No, I'm not going to spoil it yeah. for anyone listening to this two days from now after we okay. put it out, but they did, they did call it already. 
Oh, they okay. did. Yeah, <laughs> All right. but I don't think that's any spoilers regardless of what I say or don't say. So I don't really think that matters. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Spoiler a movie or who won the race. Yeah, 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 exactly. I think I think everybody knows whether they're, they're following or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, the, the trails out, out where you are now, Arizona, it's like far less technical, right? Isn't it like it's it's like running on like a dirt path right or i'm just i'm being mean but but it's 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 like a much different running right it is so flat it is so not technical i mean there's a couple of rocks here and there that you can trip on the worst is when you fall and land on a cactus there are some mountains but they're only a mile high like that's they're they're phenomenal and they're hard they're rocky and bouldery like the white mountains but they're only a mile but they do gain about 1200 feet in that mile so you can do Ah. repeats up and down these mountains and but a lot of the mountains there's those cool switchbacks which is something you don't have in new hampshire so it's a really nice break to come out here and be able to run up a mountain and like run the whole thing and yeah you have views every step of the way from like the moment you get out of your car it's like cactuses and <laughs> <laughs> coyotes and snakes and tarantulas <laughs> Oh, that sounds awesome. I, yeah, I, I do. I do fun. love seeing. Yeah, I do love seeing local yeah. animals when I run. If I don't usually run places where there are any. <laughs> so if I, I do, I get really <laughs> excited, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. And for and for our listeners that are unable to see us, which we sometimes have to remind ourselves, you did oh, yeah. just make an awesome like cactus sort of, <laughs> you know, move. Um, yeah. So everyone, please make that motion at home so they can yeah make your own cactus. Be your own cactus so you can feel the full, full experience of that moment. Yeah, yeah. So and actually, um, we're trying. So Dave is primarily um, more of a road runner, and he's like training for the Los Angeles Marathon right now, and all this all this nice. stuff that is um, uh, a little bit foreign to me. But we are trying to get him out on a trail this year, and. I guess you've you've run like everything in in New England. I mean, I'm just I'm just <laughs> going to assume you've run like most of the major routes and probably held yeah. FKTs on like most of them too. So, um, just just for the listener to be aware. But what what would you recommend for Dave? We were initially thinking Great Range Traverse in the Adirondacks, but that might be a little intense. And then, so I don't know, maybe something in like the 15 mile range. I don't know, Dave. What are you what are you feeling up for? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It's a funny uh, line we take on this because Trevor and some other people are always trying to get me to do it and I'm down. Um, but yeah, all I run is all I run is road. <laughs> and uh, and the, I mean, I and along I did my first marathon in the spring. I'm doing my, my second one in March. And, and I'm also oh, that's great. Yeah. And I'm going to be doing New York in the fall. So I'll, okay. have, I'll have three down in my first year and a half. Um, but I never never really get in the trail too much, although I did actually have like a moment. Uh, I was running, I was in Cardiff last week for work. And so I decided I went out on like a nice little run up up the river and I ran like like five miles north, five miles back up and down the river. Um, but there was a part of it where I decided like Trevor's is always saying to run trails. So I, re- I ran on this trail looking thing real close to the river and it started getting real rocky and muddy. So eventually I was like, all right, I'm going to make my way back to the, the actual path. And so, so I do think I need maybe uh, better trail running shoes yeah. yeah i mean the white mountains are really specific with shoes and there's a shoe that isn't the most comfortable thing in the world but the traction is amazing the vjs i don't know if you've seen these things no they are worth every penny oh okay. my god like is you that do the not brand? Fall. 
it's the letter V and then J. Okay. They're awesome. Um, and they're, they work for wide feet. But this year with the rain, like I was black and blue everywhere. Like I'm falling, I'm tripping, the rocks are slippery. And my friend told me to get a pair of these shoes. So I got these things and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're like my super shoes. Whoa, I don't fall on awesome. PR and on everything. I was, it was incredible. So definitely check those out. So as a first time we're out there, this might give me an advantage. It, yeah. it will. Yeah. And okay. if you haven't done a Prezi Traverse, that's hands down, like that's classic white mountain. You get yeah. a ton of color views. Uh, yeah. It's, Trevor just did that. It's a day. When did you do that? June? I just did it in July for yeah. the first time. And and yeah, yeah. it's it's incredible. It, it's Yeah. Such um, a great route. Yeah. Maybe we should just do that, Dave. You'd, you'd love it. Uh, yeah, I'm down. I mean, like, you know, I'm always. It's not very runnable, too, which which I think is. <laughs> That's a selling point? <laughs> well, I mean, because we're going to go. We're going to end up going pretty slow. Oh, okay. If no. you do all the summits, which you have to, it's slower. If you yeah. bypass the summits, that trail is actually really nice, and you can run most of it. Oh. And that's the hut traverse route, is you don't hit the summits. Oh, you don't hit the so summits all, on the hut. Oh, because you just hit the huts. It's just Washington, yeah. So it's um, yeah. I, that's what blew my mind on when I did the hut traverse. I'm like, oh, I, I've never even been on this trail, you know, because there was no reason to ever take it, and could have run it a little bit better. It was so flat. I'm like, this is incredible. Maybe that's it the was, one. Yeah. <laughs> but then you get don't get to do the summits and the summits are cool. Yeah. Well, and I, I guess it, you do the you do the summit of Washington just because you're going over. It. There's no yeah, yeah. to, to Lake, Lakes of the Clouds. Yeah. Interesting. And you don't hit any of the other summits? You don't hit the actually no. I no, no, like you don't hit what's after what's after Washington, Monroe? I don't think you hit Washington actually. No, no, you just do a hut traverse. No, you don't hit Washington. I'm sorry. I was thinking like the Prezi traverse. No. Because um, when I, it, no, I was confused because the the 100 mile route that I did, the AT goes on Washington. Um, mm -hmm. But no, the hut traverse, you bypass all the summits and you just hit the hut. So you're basically going from Madison and then go all the way to Lakes and you'll just take Gulf side. Crawford. Maybe we should do that, Dave. We could uh, do a mini. We could either do Prezi with or without the summits, or Hut Traverse. Okay, like well, par partial Hut Traverse. We're, we're narrowing it down. I think one of those would be good because because <laughs> so we'll far put it out to the thing. listeners. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we could we could put a poll up on our Instagram and have people vote, and I'll just do whatever they say. So far, and the, the Great trail... Range is fun too. Yeah, we could do a three a three way vote. Yeah, as yeah, long we as we get at least four there. votes, then we have an answer. <laughs> I picture this this hut route being interesting because, well, I mean, one thing it's interesting to to be sort of like running or trying to move fast on that terrain when most people around you, like in a nice summer day, just are not like, especially when you get to the top of Washington. So, like, there's that feature and that experience, but but there's also like I, I can imagine going the the hut routes, you're sort of getting off the beaten path a little bit. There's probably just less people. Yeah, not quite Come as on. many, and I don't know how familiar you are with the path but it just traverses the range and you still get killer views it's still really pretty you're just not going up on the summit so if you wanted an easier day you could do like a mini hut traverse and you could come out hit miss fun and mm -hmm. go out that way um that'd be fun despite yeah, how much Dave time i've spent in the white mountains i can't really visualize it although i have gone i have skied and hiked <laughs> there a bunch so i guess maybe i know what we're talking about yeah 
Yeah. This well, summer was nuts, though. It looked like a pasture up there. The flower from all the rain. Yeah. There was so much grass, flowers. Yeah. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> we can always do it your your style, which is just by feel. Like little summit over there. Let's let's go. You know, let's do that summit. Oh, uh, that's what know. I did. That's actually what I did in Wales. I like I didn't know exactly how far I was going to run. I knew I had to get some decent distances because I am trying to get ready for a marathon. But I just ran up the River Taff. Um, <laughs> And I kept going. And um, at some point I got to the point where like the path ended and I was just running in like a meadow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was running in a muddy field and I was like, oh, this is probably a good time to turn around. And then I turned around and ran back and I, I looked it up online when I got back and it was right about 10 miles. Is that technically your first trail run? I think so. Nice. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. My shoes are it all starts. Muddy. It all starts with the, the first one. Yeah, right? I mean, I think running was probably invented in Wales, possibly. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Uh, more likely Africa, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, more likely. And we had to run from dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. Running running goes pretty far back. I heard a good, I heard a good thing on a, somewhere on a podcast about like, why about running like developing um like uh what's it called um evolutionarily you know and why it why it developed and and i don't remember enough really to be talking about this but uh but it had to do (laughs) with it makes stuff up (laughs) it had to do with it had to do with the the butt and the butt makes it possible for you to run And and because of running people could like track prey and stuff you know and so that's where like distance running and human come humans come from and it's more like I think it's more like one of those ultra runs, right? Where you're not even necessarily running the whole time, right? Where you're just going and sometimes there's <laughs> elevation and you're just moving and and it's the it's the ability to do it for a long time. So with a spear in your hand? I don't know if and that, a I think torch it, in the other hand. Probably probably. Yeah. I don't remember if they said whether this is even pre-spear, you know, but like this is way this is way back, right? This is before this is when like, you were wrangling them. It's probably before tools, right? It's probably when you were, you know, killing your yeah. prey for even more savagely um or just stealing eggs yeah taking well, babies i mean i think that's for the sprinters this, <laughs> this is this is for the distance runners <laughs> yeah so people were, were, were they were ultra runners before before anything else they were they were born ultra runners they were ultra runners before they were civilized in any way awesome civilization ruined us yeah yeah exactly people <laughs> temporarily forgot how to ultra run <laughs> and we're just now getting back to our, to our natural state <laughs> even me like a new I, discovery yeah i did my first my first trail run uh what day is it yeah a week ago today or eight days ago <laughs> did my first trail run i'm just finally getting back to my natural way to be yeah and christina you can you can share any of this conjecture with your athletes that you'd like if you need to give them <laughs> inspiration someday just tell them the ultra running the, the story of ultra running the history yeah, it's all it has to do with the butt. <laughs> They'll be like, what does it have to do with the butt? You'll be like, they didn't really say, and also I don't really remember, but I'm pretty sure it's gotta do with the butt. And they clearly didn't know what they were talking about. Yeah. Well, um, I feel like we've we've talked a lot about um well, this is what we usually do, but we'd love to, <laughs> we would love to hear more about um I mean, I think so uh your company, White Mountain Endurance, now Aravipa, I feel like it's just just does an amazing service to like the community too. Um, 
And so just thank you for that. It's it's awesome what, what you guys do. Yeah, like, I mean, ultimately the vision was to promote, I don't know, really good trail stewardship and, you know, community and camaraderie and celebrate not only the winner, but the last place finisher and everybody in between and educate people because there are a lot of accidents in the mountains and promote wilderness first aid classes, post wilderness first aid classes, and, you know, really teach the runners the importance of not throwing garbage on the trail, giving back and doing trail work, being nice to each other, being nice to other trail users. Um, I mean, oh my gosh, we have to share trails with motorcycles, horses, runners, and and Mm -hmm. that's been a really cool experience in Arizona. And, you know, I'm like, wow, you know, if New Hampshire could just embrace like this sharing the trail thing and not littering and just being nice to people, you know, and if trail runners can represent that, you know, that was really what we wanted to bring to the mountains, which is why we started hosting the races and why we chose Aravipa to partner with because, you know, they were on board with our vision and our goals of doing something good for the community instead of taking from the community. It's awesome. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe people in the mountains they they don't have to be as as socialized as well as people who are right as accustomed to sharing the road uh, or the trail at all times. You know, it's true. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah, crazy when you're like running down a trail and you have to stop and you know be like, oh, you know, what do you want me to do? You're on a horse. Do you want me to stand here or you yeah. know, can I run? And it's just communication. Because there, yeah, there's a whole bunch of people using the woods experiencing it in different ways and there is like yeah yeah, sort of a lack of common etiquette i'd say amongst everybody although the horses do poop on the trail and i can't poop on the trail you know yeah so i'm a little jealous but (laughs) i feel like i get i get a thing in my head sometimes when like when i'm running around new york and i'll see a dog just like doing his business i'll be like (laughs) all right man (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> cool <laughs> obviously i guess i'm, I'm showing that i'm not yeah we're a doing dog this owner. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i'm like yeah i'm trying to run and he's just he's just doing his business but <laughs> I know, yeah. i'm so jealous yeah, no but... wiping or anything what the heck oh no he doesn't care <laughs> and i am yeah, I, I see you do have a dog so um, I, I yeah <laughs> two of them <laughs> oh cool what are the dog's names uh bennett and gumbo Bennett's the black and white one. Gumbo was here, and I guess he must have left. I like that. Nice. <laughs> yeah, they're cute. Are they s- similar ages? No, um, Bennett's eight and Gumbo's four. Oh, cool! Just like my kids. But you know what's funny? Bennett has all the energy and loves running, and Gumbo's lazy. He likes walks, and he like doesn't want to run far. <laughs> I I used to run with my older dog, now older dog, when he was younger, and um he would it would be like dragging him on the leash like just to get him to go and then as soon as we'd turn around and start to go home he'd be like yeah now like we're heading that's back what he house. does yeah <laughs> and then it's like can we just please keep going and he's eight now so i'm not gonna take him on super yeah. long runs anymore wow how long like, can a dog run <laughs> like how, how what's so, the longest you've run with a dog yeah that's a good question yeah so i i actually had another dog um that i ran too much with and by the time he was six he didn't want to run anymore so uh-huh. with bennett his longest run i believe was 23 miles and i really try not to do more than 20 with him again hiking and running are different i think they can do more miles if you're just hiking but if you're running and you're running at a certain effort it's hard for them to keep up for that long um, little dogs do a little bit better so they have more energy but wow. it's um 
but some dogs can do 30 miles. Some dogs I know have done 50, you know, it's all what you feel comfortable with. And, you know, I, after what I did to my other little dog, I was like, I'm not doing that to this one. So he can handle 10 to maybe 12 right now running. And I think Mm -hmm. he can hike more. My running partner, Lenny, who is a dachshund Aussie cattle dog mix. He's like (laughs) this little compact thing. And, and like, he's a big hit on the trails and he doesn't want anything to do with anybody, but like, I can't tell you how many people are like, is he okay? Like, is he going to be okay with his little legs? I'm like, look at this guy. He's just like, he's crushing it. He's literally, literally like yeah. crushing everybody out here. Like he's awesome. Well, like yeah. Humans, as long as you train them and it's not just like weekend warrior stuff, they can handle, you know, enough as long as you work up to it and keep them fit. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all trying to do yeah <laughs> i just got, i got an email like uh last week that was like two months till the la marathon and i'm like oh shit <laughs> i'm like is it <laughs> already i don't know when it's like four weeks out panic starts setting in two weeks out you start coming up with excuses although <laughs> I this know. year i was supposed to run Havelina. i got covid a week before it and i was <sighs> i'd never been so sick in my entire life i could not get up for a week and oh my god were you feeling good going into it really like good yeah. and I've been oh because you were saying you're yeah you got the new shoes and everything i guess you might not have used them out there well no not out here but you know i was like going out and like that when the sun wanted to kill me and getting these heat rashes and figuring out what i needed to do to run safely the long shirt covering myself i was ready and then all of a sudden like i woke up one day with a sore throat I thought I was gonna die. 102 fever. Damn. And um I was actually sick until three weeks ago. I started feeling better. It it messed me up for a while. So that was wow. October and um, so I'm psyched I can run 12 miles now and uh, hoping to keep increasing that number. Oh awesome. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So one question about race directing, because Dave and I, we, I mean, we'll come up short of calling ourselves race director, but we've, we've, <laughs> we've, we've hosted some sort of informal, I don't know, what would you call them, Dave? They're, we had a like, race. I mean, it was, it was the race. fat asses? What's that? No, we, we oh, hosted it. A... was going to be a fat ass. It was going to be that? a fat okay. ass, but we were, we were too late to the oh. ultra sign up game, right? We had we to have... like declare it 90 days in advance and we were in like, okay. We hosted a mile race this summer. That that was oh, how cool. It was cool, and the the John Lindsay track in Manhattan, and also virtually you could compete and just yeah. t- submit a mile time. Um, and we had I don't know, we had forty people do it or something. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and we had like we accepted any category of ambulation. So like somebody submitted like a cartwheel category, moseying. <laughs> there were walkers. Uh, yeah, running the was the most heavily contested, but. That's awesome. The best way to win a category was to create your own category because very Pogo likely. Stick? Yeah, nobody did it. So if you had done a mile on a focus <laughs> stick, uh, you would have won. You would have won the category. There were two skippers, weren't there? We had two in the skipping category, which is actually hard, apparently. Yeah, yeah. We had because one of the people I know who skipped is a, is a pretty serious amateur ultra runner. And I think he said about how difficult it actually ended up being uh, to do, which makes sense when you think about it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I, I do want to say we are we're starting to wind down on time, so we might want to move towards our our closing thoughts and, and feelings. 
are closing. Well, I do <laughs> no, have to. Oh, we're I, getting sentimental now. Yeah, I, <laughs> I always do at the end. Yeah, to the, to the next chapter. Um, <laughs> Shall I cry? Do I need a tissue? <laughs> So I did want to, so I did actually, I was building up to one question and then, okay, and then, let's do it. and then we can close. Um, okay. So we're, we're hosting another race, which is unsanctioned and it granted, it's probably going to have about five participants, but it's in my local woods um, on like town conservation land. And I slapped up a sign on the, the trailhead today for it that just sort of has the details and it's going it to be a four hour, 10 AM to 2 PM. And it's not most laps or mileage. It's it's a set course, but it's like popular vote is the is the is going to be the winner. So the runners are going to like select it. But I guess the the question is, unsanctioned running on town conservation land is this is this is this a no no? Should we should we should I declare it? I mean, I or or should or like I guess what's your take on this? If there's no exchange of money, none. You are allowed to do that and it's not a problem um it's always the right thing to do is to just reach out and be like hey i'm doing this unofficial with a group of friends and that's mm -hmm. technically what a fat ass is there's no money so as long as there's no exchange of money no good numbers and you just kind of go out there and do something fairly quietly then it's not an issue it's when money becomes exchanged and mm -hmm. that's where permitting gets weird and that's why you need it because all of a sudden you've exchanged money now the liability changes for that landowner Mm -hmm. And that's why you have to pull permits. You have to get written permission from landowners. It is, it is a dance. And if you guys ever wanted help, you know, doing something well, like you. that, I could kind of talk you through it. Well, I just, I'm, I just want to glad. not feel guilty. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I mean, it, I'm going to have know, to say we have, ten, we have 10 seconds left. Uh -oh. 10 seconds. Uh -oh. 10 seconds. <laughs> now it's four. Christina, uh -oh. thank you so much for joining us. This is the power Oh, thank you so much, Christina, for coming on. And um, I hope you enjoyed that hilarious ending <laughs> as much as, as we and, and maybe our listeners did as well. Yeah, our 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 limitation from the free version of Zoom has 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 finally caught up to us. I think it's good to constrain yourself, you know, with a set of, of rules or harsh conditions, um, kind of like out on a, a trail run, an ultra run with where the weather is being a little bit oppressive. We're. We're trying to recreate that same kind of scenario, but in yeah. a in a podcasting environment. I think right at the end, pulled through. You you got a thank you in, which was which was important. We're gonna um, see. Yeah, did I? I wasn't sure if I did. <laughs> well, if you heard thank it, you, I did. Thank yeah. you, thank you, Christina. If it did not make it, um, wonderful conversation. Really enjoyed it, and yes. uh, um, yeah, best of luck with all the the continued race directing and running and coaching and 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 life uh successes yeah i'm excited to to check in and hear from her down the road because as she may or may not know when you're a guest <laughs> on this show we 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 continually message you uh the foreseeable future and reference you in all our episodes yeah once come. a special guest always a special guest if 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 uh she didn't pick up on that when we when we uh or specifically i name dropped katie shied um casually about yeah. just you know, special guest Katie talking about running in France versus Maine. Exactly. And I can't wait for our next interview with whoever the next special guest is so we can reference this past episode with Christina and something right. she, we, we, we talked to her about this time. We can we can mention how we discovered the history of ultra running um, and really yeah. humanity uh, yeah. together. Um, My favorite part was when I talked about things that I 
didn't know about <laughs> and didn't express correctly. And like, but there is, you know, if you do go to your local library or more knowledgeable podcast site, you, there's a lot to learn out there, kids. There's a lot to learn about evolution and history and running. And I, I have to imagine it's a surprise sometimes for special guests when they find that we're actually just talking about things that we don't even know very much about. No. Um, but I think it, I, I hope, and and I think it's a bit of a relief sometimes to, you know, it's not like we're grilling them with questions. It's it's more of a conversation. Yeah. It's more of like three people. And the only one of them who's never had a dog <laughs> is telling the other two about dogs. <laughs> and, that's, and that's basically our vibe. <laughs> Uh, I'm like, yeah, I run by some of those guys in the street. They just, they don't know what they're, they're they have no manners. Basically, that's what we're doing out here. I'm running. <laughs> we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, no, I think it was, it was, it was, it was good. I had we learned time. a lot as always. <laughs> yeah. I had a great time too. I had a great time and, I, yeah, and we learned and it was very nice. Um, I guess, you know, we should probably shouldn't uh, eat up too much clock here. But um, what else do we have to catch up on? I did allude to the run that I went to in Wales that I. Oh, yeah. Do you want to talk about that a bit or well, um, any? We covered it. Yeah, I, I left it was your my... first trail run. I mean, yeah, I ran I ran on the trail portion very briefly, but it was lovely. I ran up. I ran up the River Taff. I ran by Cardiff Castle. Um, enter, enter, enter an applause track. Yeah, oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, yeah. I thought I, I when I was doing the run and I got to the five miles north and I was running in a meadow and decided it was time to turn around. I was in my head. I was like, I bet you I ran clear out of Cardiff. <laughs> and when I, when I got back and looked it up, like I certainly had not, uh, I was certainly, I was still in the, the city limits, but, um, but in my head, I was like, I, I thought it was the end of the 400 blows <laughs> where he runs until he gets to the ocean. <laughs> and that did not happen. This is still in the city. Yeah. But like, it was the thing I like to do. Like the good thing about the river being right there, was I didn't have to bring my phone. Mm -hmm. I was like, here's the river. I'll just run along the river. Yeah. The, the river will bring me back home. So I got to go out for a long period of time with with nothing. You know, I mean, I was very it was it was probably the most enjoyable run that I had done since the Providence Marathon, actually. Wow. Yeah, it was it was a magical, wonderful run. There were people all around, you know, Welsh people <laughs> walking their dogs. I uh I ran by like a like kind of like a middle school field where kids were having soccer practice. Yeah. Um, a lot of there were a lot of runners out, a lot of cyclists, people walking. There's a lot of people out, despite the fact that it was in like below 40 degrees. There were tons of people out. That's awesome. That's I, awesome. I, I thought I wasn't dressed warm enough because I wanted to go out for a long time. And immediately so I ran like from my hotel through the city a little bit to the park by the castle, which is where the river is. And the second I got to the park, a group went running by. Of oh, Welsh nice. of Welsh people, all wearing just like short sleeves and shorts, <laughs> and I wow. was like pretty bundled up. <laughs> uh, so I decided I I was safe from the elements. That's that's great. Um, I, I think it's awesome. I mean, part of it is you know it was in Wales, but uh, mm -hmm. I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. But that your first trail run was such a such an awesome experience. Yeah, and I, I, you know, mostly it wasn't really a trail run, but I did, like I said, I was supposed, I really ran mostly along the path, but at some point I saw oh, what so was, it was, it was a taste of it. Yeah, there was something that was a wooded trail and I, I ran along it for, I don't know, three quarters of a mile. <laughs> hey, yeah. I, yeah. And I said, I got to get off this, but it was good. I crossed over the river a few times. There was a bunch of bridges. 
like I crossed over back and forth and yeah, it's pretty exciting. I think we can, we can clarify with Christina and a follow-up maybe. Um, I think, I think she would count it as a trail run um, for sure. We can also make sure we're clear as, as we, uh, I mean, I think the Krampus classic, our, our gorilla trail run in uh, Sudbury next or February 10th. Um, I, I, I got the sense that we're okay. Cause there's no, there's no monetary exchange yeah of any I think, type um, i think we're good to go so i think we could start promoting that which we've already not been doing for a month it depends i mean there will be free bobos that's kind of our thing um yeah i, I don't think that counts there's a there there's a, a prize a trophy of sorts which probably holds negative value since it's something most people would just want to get rid of yeah what do i do with this now <laughs> yeah <laughs> where do i put this um, but for many people will we'll hold quite significant um other value i suppose yeah, there's other types of value non-monetary value no yeah yeah um well yeah and i had a very similar like sort of different you know different different scenery different different place run out um out west in california and i i, I ran around golden gate park and had like a similar i mean i've done this type of running before but it reminded me more of running in like central park than the type of running i do around here because yeah. like um is it hilly there are hills but it's not hilly like you think of like those crazy san francisco no. streets okay it's hilly like central um, park there's there's a hill called strawberry hill that i took a little bumble up up the <laughs> nice. up the trail it was it was actually like a little it reminded me of like yeah like a like a hiking trail i guess it mm. was it was just like a mini 300 foot hiking trail but you get up to the top and there's like beautiful views you can see golden gate and um, and then I ran by the bison paddock. Uh, yeah. Bison. Um, they were know. originally like donated by somebody, I think. I, I had no ago. idea. I've never, I've never been to San Francisco. I had no idea either. I've, I've been to San Francisco, but, but never to this beautiful park. I've been to Oakland. I've been so close. Very I, close. I was so, I was actually, I was in, I was there on tour once and we had played San Jose and then we were playing Oakland the next night, but we stayed in Oakland two nights in a row. So we drove straight from San Jose to Oakland. I was really excited to, I was going to explore San Francisco the next day. And then that morning I got, we got a call from our like PR person for the tour that I had to go to Palo Alto and do a, ra uh, a radio interview at Stanford. Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of a precursor <laughs> to what we now today would call a podcast. And I, yeah. And so I never got to explore the city of San Francisco. Ah, bummer. Well, in my experience, it's easy to go to San Francisco and not go to Golden Gate Park, which mm. I wish I had done this much, much earlier. So for all of our listeners, next time you're in San Francisco, go, go to Golden Gate Park. If you if you look if you're in San Francisco and you're looking to either run or host a free concert with your band and the Grateful Dead and <laughs> the Flying Burrito Brothers, don't. Yeah, <laughs> don't 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 sleep on Golden Gate Park. That's where you want to be. That's right. Yeah. I, I looked for, for many of the, the sites. I saw Lindley Field. I saw the polo, the polo field, uh, wow. where the Lovin was. Um, I guess I was about like, I don't know, 57 years late, but um, is it, is it, yeah, it's, there's, there's the now soccer now. nets and like far fewer hippies. Yeah. It smelled like the Grateful Dead in a few parts, but uh, yeah, we got, we, it smells like that around a lot of parts of New York as well. <laughs> <laughs> It smells like yeah, like when it was like when they played the Fillmore East. 
yeah, their influence continues to this day. But anyway, so I, I think in terms of in terms of uh, I, you know, I've got a gear shed. I could probably I could probably rattle through that. I mean, anything else on on songs of the week or no? I'm good. Other other business? No. My my business is all all Welsh, and otherwise, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. I tried on some shoes. Oh, whoa. Okay. Let's hear what shoes. Yeah. So I hope I, now it's been a few weeks, so I, I hope I get all the names right, but it, I think it was the North Face uh, Vective Sky. Whoa. The Saucony Endorphin Rift, which is their popular endorphin line brought, brought to a trail shoe. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've, I've looked up the regular, the road endorphin before. Yeah, there's quite a few like endorphin. There's like a pro, and there's there's like a mid range. The speeds, I think. There's a whole endorphin line. Okay. Um, um, well regarded, uh-huh. and the Hoka Challenger Seven. Okay. So yeah, I'll try to just just go through it. Uh, Vective Sky, I felt were a little like I need a little more cushion. They felt okay. like a really fast shoe that that somebody like Christina or like Katie could like probably like shred in but for me it was probably it was probably like too fast a good race for, day for, shoe or maybe a shorter distance that's right a race day <laughs> shoe I, I would be a great shorter distance race day shoe i okay, think that's yeah. a great way to describe it you'll do your next 5k in them <laughs> yeah and they do make a vective pro that is like but i think it's got like a plate and stuff i don't need that probably actually wouldn't be good for the terrain that that i run mm. and it was also 250 dollars. i think it's since dropped but um that's possibly another North Face that that could could work. Okay, but, uh, but so it was not the Vective Sky. I I went out running. I so I thought I had chosen the Rifts, the the Endorphin Rifts. Yeah. And on my first run, they felt like a little big, so I was like, I got to size down. Like I was kind of swimming around in the in the front. Uh huh. And thank thanks to the, the the fantastic return policy of runningwarehouse.com um able possible to future send, sponsor yeah possible future sponsor able to able to send send them back and uh even though i had run in them i i i ended up with the uh challengers hey applause uh edit in right here cheering crowds going wild thank you congratulations and you're happy i'm happy <laughs> yeah they're 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 one of the first the, the sixes were were a shoe that I really loved that I've had several pairs of and the sevens I, I'm liking so far too, but I've, I've run mostly on tread with them. Okay. Interestingly. Inter- yeah. And you're a new treadmill person yourself. So yeah. And they're like a road to trail type shoe. So like probably Perfect. shouldn't be running on the tread too much. I just more wanted to try them out. Yeah. You got to break them in or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I went into a running store in Cardiff mostly so I could ask, the i think i mentioned i was gonna do this and i did i mentioned this. Oh, yeah i asked the person working there where i should run um and she suggested running along the river and i said oh good i'm like is it like hilly are there hills and she said oh no 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 don't worry it's not i was like oh well i need hills i'm just i'm training, I'm training for a marathon and she like she wasn't as engaged in the conversation as maybe i'd hoped um <laughs> but but that's okay it was good advice and i did i did run it and like and it was my favorite run in about a year so awesome. <laughs> i shouldn't, shouldn't be complaining while i was in the running store i picked up a pair of a shoe that i've considered wanting to try which is the asics gel kayano like 20 or what or maybe it's not 20 but the asics gel kayano and i picked it up okay. and I, I was waiting to and i was looking at it and it's like man this is a fat shoe on the bottom <laughs> i've never run in a shoe that fat you know it yeah like something the spice girls would wear 
uh, <laughs> not while running. Um, so anyway, I still haven't run in it. Some, but future gear shed, maybe, maybe I'll try it. Maybe I won't. It's a, yeah, you get the, I know they're like, you know, like a boat on the heel. The hookers yeah. are a little bit like that. And, uh, I, I like it for the type of running I do. Cause I can just like mash over like roots Any- and stuff and like, Anything. Granted, they are a little bit tippy sometimes. I do, I do fall in them. Um, don't get me wrong, but like for some stuff, you can just kind of like gives you like a lot of confidence just to like go over like uneven terrain and stuff. I feel like I need less and less. You know, we used to talk when we started about like knees and cushion, and I feel like mm-hmm. I might need less cushion than I I used to need. I feel like my my legs have gotten stronger, and my knees have gotten less. I don't know, less old manish, and you know, like that breaking glass sound on a Casio keyboard. Oh, now I have to download it, I guess, but. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That I don't. My knees don't feel like that anymore. Well, that's great. I think yeah. There's there's theories about that, like um, that go both ways, of course. But mm-hmm. you know, some people say the yeah, like the cushion sort of takes away from your feet actually doing what the original ultra running humans did and what they're supposed to do to like build muscle and be resilient and all that and like have good feel and all that and yeah, you know. But um, but then other people say, well, cushion like take significant impact off of things like your joints and bones and knees and stuff, you know? I, I, I don't know what to give credit to. It might be because I'm rotating my shoes. I actually think that's been helping a lot. And I actually ran that 10 miles in my uh, Tracksmith Elliott runners, which no. is only the second time I've ever done a 10 mile run in those. Um, How'd they hold up? They were great. <laughs> I like them more and more than I didn't used to like them as much. Uh, and now I find them more to my taste. So possible future sponsor tracksmith tracksmith and finally vj i mean i think that's that's one you're gonna have to check out for your trail shoe that sounds like a great idea after the glowing gear shed from christina i'll when i get a chance i'll gear shed that one i'll head over to that sounds like an rei kind of shoe oh it absolutely is i just looked it up i think they might have it there well i'll go maybe no maybe they have ones that like show up when you search for vj well, I'm, um, I'm going to go to REI and ask the people about them anyway. <laughs> they like when I show up and ask questions. Uh, and it's very close. Oh, yeah. we, we mentioned my half a mile run to Best Buy. Well, REI is is two thirds of the way to Best Buy. So <laughs> you you do the math, listeners. Nice. Uh, we, we're running out of time, I suppose. So Yeah, so um, we'll have to pick that up uh, next time. At our uh, season two super finale episode. And until then... Onward. Special guest, Christina Falsic. This is the power.